yeah, uh, yeah. Phone ringing for the work. They waiting on me like the 15 and the first. I'm killing competition, put them bitches in the hearse. Been diagnosed with a sick flow, with a nurse. Yeah, do it for the city, but the hood getting turned. With the money going around like an offer in the church. Shit, this shit was a race, promise I'ma finish first. Taking shots from my spot, got me leaning like I'm Dirk in the playoff. Bitch, I want that Mark Cuban payoff. Fly as a G6, waiting for the takeoff. Hustle like there's only six. We them boys. Hey guys, don't get me fucking started, man. Hey, so before you guys, um, uh, you know, keep listening because I know you're gonna listen. This episode is gonna be on both my podcast, the Keeping a G podcast, and the Bubble Up Sports podcast. So whichever one you wanna listen to, doesn't matter. Um, it's gonna be the same thing though. If you wanna listen to both from both profiles, it's kind of weird, but whatever, whatever works best for you. So we're gonna jump right in. Um, episode I- ninety for me. Episode twenty one twenty one. Yeah, as you as you heard in the intro for mine, the twenty one that's twenty one savage, uh, saying twenty one for an hour straight. It's on YouTube. If you want some good content, check it out. Leave a like and subscribe. Anyways, speaking of twenty one, Zeke um, plays for the Cowboys. Cowboys suck. I like that uh, transition. You like that? It's, yeah. You like you, you can't teach that. Right? Can't teach that. What you can teach is how to make a good. Fundamentals. Fundamentals. That's right. Which the Cowboys, I was, I predicted in my very first podcast that the Cowboys would make the Super Bowl. Ha! <sighs> yeah, that's uh, that's uh, it's a no go. It's a no go. You know, you want to know like the like just the experience I had in that game last night? No. Tell no. me. Tell me. Walk me through it. What were you doing? What were you uh, eating? What were you wearing? Nothing. <laughs> How about that? Whoa, dude. Whoa. Oh, my bad. My dude. Bad. Sorry, mom. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so my mom was there. Okay. And this was the first time that we've gotten to watch a football, like a Cowboys game, um, since like maybe like early on in the season. Maybe like you're always working, huh? Yeah, I'm always working on Sundays. Um, I had to work the Thanksgiving game last week. Never you know, watched that game. You know who isn't working on Sundays? Who? The Cowboys, because uh, they lose. I thought you were gonna say the Lord. Oh, <laughs> I don't know you gotta get religious with it, bro. <laughs> Jesus, I was like, "Amen, amen." Um, I'm just gonna keep taking shots at the Cowboys the whole time. Please do. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. give a shit at this yeah. point. Um, so this was the first game we get to watch together, and at that point, I was just like, "Look," I said in the podcast last night, like right before the game started, I was like, "Look, if they win, cool. If they lose, yeah. they they lose. They they suck." Um, so I, I went in there, and first drive happens. I mean, the longest drive in the entire season in the NFL. 17 plays, 75 yards, like just right around 9 minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah, like, wow. I remember that because I was like, awesome. That's exactly what we needed. Did they score? They did score. Oh, nice. I mean, they got like third down conversions. Dak looked pretty good. Um, he missed a couple throws. I was like, okay, all right. This, this is just like we're getting started, yeah. all right? So then – that's when shit hit the fan. <laughs> Everything else just went out the fucking window. And you know, like that moment where you're just like, that, that's it. Like, this, this is was the, the turning point. This the is game. when I knew the season was over. Is when Brett Maher, or the kicker that shall now, shall now be, not be named. Brett Maher? Brett. Mm, you mean the, Brett Maher? The, 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 <laughs> stop. We're <laughs> not going to go. The worst kicker in the NFL. Oh, Brett Maher. The worst kicker in the NFL. So, Brett Maher. He goes out there for like a 45-yarder. This is Brett Maher? This is the worst kicker in the NFL. So, Brett Maher. Okay. I'm not going to say no. Um, 
And my mom's like, okay, let's go. Let's let he's and I'm sitting there on the couch. I swear to God, I sat there and I was like, he's gonna miss it. He is going to miss this. And I'm ready to like punch the wall. I lived I legit said this out loud. I was like, I am going to hit the wall because he's going to miss this. Is that what the hole in your wall is? Yes, exactly. God damn. With some tape over it, yeah. Um and then my mom's like, no, no, Mijo, no, he's gonna make it. And then he shanks it. Shanks it. Yeah. And I just I got up. Did you see the place kicker, that video of him? Like even he was, he was like, What the fuck? He was like, I don't know what to do. Dude, what the fuck, dude? dude it, like that was me. I literally walked from the couch to where like where we are right now in the kitchen. We're in the kitchen, by the way, for those of you. Who we don't are in know. the kitchen. First episode in like what, like almost two years that we do in it here? In this kitchen. In this kitchen. Yeah. So if you want a layout of Let's House, I'll give it to you real quick. You walk in and then it's his house. That's it. That's all I got for you. It's pretty open. Yeah, it's pretty open. Yeah. It's yeah. an open space, you know? Yeah. Open concept for all you people that watch those shows. All right, continue. Sorry. So we're in the kitchen. In the kitchen. I So he misses it. I move from the couch. I get up. And my mom's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, fucking, I fucking told you. It. Yeah. So I came over here to the kitchen and I just, I just look at the wall. I, I just look at where like the cabinets are. I just look at like a disappointed father. Like I'm just like, just holding it in. I know you're a dad. Congrats. Thanks. And then I was just like, you know what? I, I gotta fucking do it. I open the fridge. I just I pop open a, a Guinness. I chug that shit. Okay. okay. I was like, this is how it's gonna be. I need to drink. Big plays. Big plays. Big plays. And I'm just standing here for about two or three minutes while the commercials are going, and I'm talking to myself, <laughs> saying, "It's going to be okay. <laughs> you knew this was gonna happen." So don't get your hopes up. You knew this was gonna happen. When did he miss this field goal? Like what this was? This was, I think it was right at the beginning of the second quarter. So like that, that first drive. The Cowboys took the were still entire... winning. No, they were they were tied at this point. So they were tied, and you were already losing your shit. Yes. God damn. Because it, I knew where it was going. He just knew. Yeah. I just knew. And then the Bears get the ball back, and they they just score. And then the I think Bears. They, yeah. I think they went twenty four unanswered. And so. so they went to halftime like this is. Absolutely, like I every single play, especially on defense, because the defense played the worst. Uh, every single play, I am just berating one guy. I'm like, Sean, like I'm just going at it, and my mom's just sitting there, like, um, she's like, I'm gonna go to my room now. She's like, it's your grandma's birthday. You want to say hi? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I am God mad. I am furious at this point. Like I can't even do a review on it because it's just bad. Yeah. And so. The third quarter comes around. Bears That's get the ball is. first. This is the review. Yeah, this is the review of like how I'm gonna commit to offside. Oh my god. Okay. Um, <laughs> so third quarter comes around. The Bears get the ball first. Anchor, if you're listening to this, please don't ban me from podcasting because he said that. Thank you. No, you're fine. I'm fine. I've said worse. Yeah, no, I have said worse. Um, so the Bears get the ball first, and they just drive down the field. Yep. I mean, it's not even hard. Bro, it's the Bears. What do you expect? They're a really good team. <laughs> All right, and then. Need to take a moment there, and they're just missing tackles. They're they're getting penalties, and then the Bears score. As soon as they scored, I laughed like the fucking Joker. I was just Let hysterically. Me Let me hear it. <laughs> Are you happy? One more time, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I I just like I did the Stephen A. shit. I was like. What do you think? I got up. I told my mom, I'm done. I went to my room. I closed the door. You did not laugh like that. 
I didn't, I didn't laugh that loud, but like I was just doing the. You're like, <laughs> I did that. Oh man. And my mom's like, oh no. And that was, I don't know if you've seen the video of Jalen Smith celebrating while the Bears players on the floor, like grabbing his knee. No. So for three straight plays, they went for Jalen. Like okay. they, and this was at the goal line. This was, I want to say, the second quarter or the third quarter. I, I don't remember. But like they went to Jalen down the middle every single time because they're playing zone. We know Madden. Yeah, that Madden. like there is holes in the zone. Yep. And the Cowboys never did anything to adjust to that. Mm. They just said, We're just running zone. So we just won't give up the big play, even though they gave up big plays. Right. So they went to Jalen every single time. And the first two times Jalen like picks it up, he deflects the ball. I'm like, cool. You're celebrating. I'm like, you're still down yeah. in this game. You shouldn't, shouldn't be, celebrating. be celebrating. I think yeah. it was like twenty four to seven at this Jesus. point. Um and then the third time. Um, they, or the second time it was like, he landed on the guy's knee mm -hmm. and then as he's grabbing his knee, Jalen and Chidobi Wuji are like celebrating. They're doing the fucking dab and shit. And I'm like, did they know he was injured? Yes. Like Jalen saw him on the floor and turned around and just started celebrating. Oh. And I'm like, first of all, you're down. Second of all, that guy's hurt. Like he's Fuck grabbing up. his knee, looked like he tore his knee. Yeah. He, he ended up being fine, which yeah. is good. But I was like, dude. You don't do that. You're not a. That's not a class act. No. Plus, you're down. It's like, in Madden, you're like, why the fuck are you celebrating when you're down like 30 points? Exactly. Same thing. So then the third time they go to him because they expose him and they're like, bitch, you want to like celebrate on one of our guys being hurt? All right, I'm gonna go to you again. And the third time they got him. And then Jalen's like on the sideline looking confused. I'm like, that's what you get, bitch. Like that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> All right. So. At that point, I was like, you know, I'm done. And then I just kept tracking it on, on Twitter, and they're like, they're making the comeback. <laughs> I saw that too, but I was like, no, they're no, not. They're I was not. like, they're not. No, I don't, I don't even care. I don't I don't even care if they won. If they came back and won that game, I would have been like, no. Like, you you don't deserve to win. You didn't deserve to come back in that game, even if you did. But at that point, man, it's just like, I don't know. I, I tweeted. I don't know if you saw the tweet, but I was just like, look, I fell in love with this team again in 2016. Yeah. It's like rookie season, Dak, Zeke. This team had so much potential. And the way they were playing the game, just like they were playing classy. They were like having fun. They weren't like bragging or anything. They just wanted to play football. Mm -hmm. And that's what I loved. And even when they lost or, or like when they lost in the, in the playoffs against the Packers, I was like, this team has a future. Yeah. And I'm so excited for this future. Here we are three years later, and Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett have made me hate this team. Yeah. Like, I can't, I don't want to watch a game. I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah, I feel like a lot of Cowboys fans feel like that. I mean, just people in the NFL that are just, that just watch games, like for me, for example, that isn't a fan of the Cowboys, but have, I guess, seen what the Cowboys personnel is and like oh you know what they have a real shot they're young on both sides of the football they're both um they're really talented on both sides of the football like they have like some big players on both sides so i think it's just it's just wasted talent by jason garrett but nothing's that's i mean that's nothing new though because he had tony romo huh. and wasted him the tweets that said like these are the players that wasted their careers playing for jason garrett and jerry jones like tony romo demarco murray like all these different guys des bryant like Jason Wynn, like yeah. even him, like him getting frustrated on the sideline and saying, "Why? The, what the fuck are we doing?" Exactly. Like I feel bad for him. I didn't want him back. 
But he's been playing okay. Yeah. I, I think he was a good locker room presence, I think. He is. Yeah. And he is. But, like, I think Blake Jarwin's a better tight end. Mm, yeah. And the fact that they went to him early on in that game, and it worked, and then they just went back to Jason Wynn and never used him again, it's like... Then you that's, got a guy right Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're wasting his talent, too. And I, he's only so young. I think what I... I think I don't know which coach said it a long time ago, but it stuck with me. Like, it doesn't matter how good a player is on a team. They're only going to be as good as their head coach. Right. Like that's, that's... The capacity is their head coach. That's why you have, like, the Steelers, for example. I don't know what the fuck's going on with the Steelers. They're on, like, their fourth quarterback. Like, they're missing all these players. Juju Smith-Schuster's out and James Conner out for this weekend. And, like, they've missed several games. And you would think that the Steelers would be, you know, 0-13 or whatever just because Big Ben's out whatever. But they're, like, in the playoff hunt, and they're yeah. doing really well for themselves. And it's just because Mike Tomlin's a good coach, and that's he can bring his players up with him if he needs to. I don't know. Jason Garrett can't do that, though, because he fucking sucks. Yeah. I, I was talking to a guy at work, and he's, like, telling me about all the different candidates for the job. And he's, like, he's talking about Ed Orgeron at LSU. Mm-hmm. And he talked to me, like, about the Alabama game. It's like he drinks a Red Bull and then he, like, hits it on his forehead. Yeah. It's like you want to die for that guy. Exactly. Because he's willing to die for you. Yeah. I guarantee you not one of those guys in the Cowboys locker room wants to die for Jason Well, Garrett. there's that video of him, like, after a play or something, he's trying to shake their hands and then just yeah. walk right past them. It's like... You gotta. These are like grown ass men too, you know. And Jason Garrett's a man too, so it's like they're not kids. They can't like, oh, we have to respect the coach. We have to listen to him. Mm-hmm. They don't because they're they're like men at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. They they know that this shit's fucked up. Like we're a good ass team. Why aren't we winning? But you got to give them a reason it, to, to yeah, fight. Exactly. Not just say we got to fight because yeah. like his his halftime adjustments like to the to the analyst, they were like, we got to play tough. I'm like. Well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious. Yeah. I think I would have figured that out too. Yeah. So like, there's there's no reason you would want to fight for for Jason or even Jerry at this point, because like as soon as that game was over, he just went and said, "Oh no, Jason's going to be the coach next week." How next can you week. just yeah next week? And then he said, "Didn't he say that Jason Garrett will coach in the NFL?" Oh, he will. But, I mean that that's an obvious statement, but that doesn't mean that he's going to succeed anywhere else. I mean. But that still opens the interpretation of, like, he's going to coach that, the what, Cowboys. Yeah. And that's just stupid. I don't think he'll coach the Cowboys. I think, honestly, he's done after this season. I'm surprised he's not fired right now. But I think I think what's happened with the Cowboys, it's kind of you've regressed so much that it's going to be hard for any coach to come in and just, like, it's going to have to be a really young coach, or not young, but just, an, like, an explosive coach that just kind of, like, sets off, like, a spark or something mm-hmm. in this Cowboys just, just throughout something the locker completely room. different. Just, just something 180. Like, exactly. Something like what happened with the Packers, for example. You know, you had uh, Mike McCarthy for the longest time, and everyone thought, oh, you know what? It's it's not working out it's because it's Aaron Rodgers yeah. needs it, whatever. But now and now Matt started. LaFleur is in. LaFleur. How do you say his name? Yeah, Matt LaFleur. LaFleur. Now he's in, and like, the Packers look amazing, like as much as I hate to say it, but they look good, you know? Yeah. So I think that's exactly what the Cowboys need. And I know going back to the Packers example, the Cowboys have way better, I guess, players then the, the Packers they're most talented team exactly in the NFL. and that's exactly Without what I said they're talented super talented on both sides of the football on all three sides special teams defense offense but it's just their head coach that's holding them back which you know fucking sucks because usually it's like the way around it's like oh a really good coach but players are, just doesn't eh. have the talent exactly yeah so I don't know I I was saying that Chris Richard should be the like interim coach or the new head coach mm-hmm. but the way that defense looked man like, it, it, it was sad to watch them play. Well, I think every team, like, the, especially the good defenses, they have a couple games where they just look eh. You can look eh. 
But that was <laughs> like, oh my god, I was gonna say something bad. <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. But it was like, it's like if you put if you put a defense on Madden in rookie mode, that was and then him. and then you're playing like with Le'Veon Bell, Jesus, or like Zeke. That's how they turned Tariq Cohen and David Montgomery into the best running backs. And that's been a common thing. Yeah. It's like you don't have to have the best running back. You just literally have to be like, oh, if I can break a tackle, I'm going for another 20 yards. Well, even versus the Patriots, when they played versus the Patriots, Sony Michelle hadn't been doing good at all this season. Then he played the Cowboys, and now like it helped him like it helped him because yeah. he was averaging five yards a carry, which is something he wasn't doing mm-hmm. at all. So, yeah, I can – I don't know, man. These Cowboys – I'm I'm saying like bring in Urban Meyer, bring in Lincoln Riley, fire everyone. Bring else. in anyone, honestly. At this point, I think yeah. it'll be a nice change. Like a bring in Ron Rivera. Nah, I don't know about that one. But nah, I talked about it. I yeah, was just too like, old. He, he he's a good coach, but he's just not the right fit just for the Cowboys. School, yeah, yeah, and he's kind of the same way as Jason is that like when something's going on during the game, he's not going to express any emotion. That's exactly what Jason does, and it doesn't work. Yeah, we need some guy to be like. Do your job, yeah. or I'm gonna yell at you on the sideline. Yeah, unless you're Bill Belichick, but other than that, I mean, yeah. Even then, he yells at his players and he talks to him, brings in the whole defense, talks yeah. to him, even after they did like a play. Because so. well, Bill does it everything before the game. Like exactly. he prepares them more than enough for the game itself, rather than just being like, "All right, let's see where the game takes us," and then adjust from there. Exactly. Which he still does, yeah. but he does more than enough preparation before the game. So he already knows like this might happen, this might happen. He has yeah. a plan D, plan E, plan Z, like everything. Jason's like, no, we're going to run the ball. <laughs> Give ball to Zeke. Give he ball run, to Zeke. And then he go, um, 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 with his hand because he eats. Jason, he has negative 15 yards. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> let's run an inside zone. No, let's run a play action. Let's do that. Yeah. Because the run game has been working so well. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand. If you want the play action to work, your run game has to be solid. That's all I'm saying. I don't believe that. You don't believe that? Even just the threat? Of having a run game? You're telling me if any good – look at – let's see. Oh, it's a good example. Um, okay. It's the third quarter, right? You're fucking – you're the Cowboys, whatever. Zeke has like 20 yards yeah. and like eight carries, whatever. Obviously, that shit ain't working, all right? The, the run game isn't working. And if it's third and like 13, third and 10 – you really think a play action is going to work there? You're not running a, a third and, or a play action but on the, a third the and The Cowboys do, though. Yeah, because they're stupid. That's what I'm saying. All right, but that's not the best example to use. That's a, it's the fucking Cowboys. We're talking about the Cowboys. Because they do play action on like first or second down, which is well, where no, you want to do This is what the Cowboys action. do. They run on first down. Everyone knows that. They yeah. run, and then, oh, we didn't get any yards. Oh, we got yards. Let's run it again. We, talk, we talked about this, is that the Cowboys – have no common sense. <laughs> Everything is out the fucking window as far as logic and, and football. Someone texted me and they're like, why do the Cowboys suck? And I'm like, this guy's just trying to make me mad. Yeah. But I'm like, are you being serious? Why like, are do you... they suck? Because <laughs> of that. It's like basic common sense in football well, okay, is out not, the window. It's not really common because a lot of people couldn't tell you that. Like, Yeah, so I use this example. A lot I, of I, fans I, think like they know sports or football. But really don't. They're just like, oh, yeah, why don't you throw He was wide open. Why don't you throw it to him, huh? So like, you pay him a lot. Why don't you use him more? Exactly. Like, no, it's, it's, like, it's bro, not that it's, simple. It's, yeah. So I used, them, I, I used two examples. I said, the the Cowboys are the best player at checkers, but everyone's playing chess. Mm. Or you own a Ferrari. Ferrari. Because you have the talent. Vroom, vroom. You have a vroom, vroom. Amen. But the driver... 
doesn't know how to blind. work. Yeah, basically. And has no legs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's Jason for you. Yeah. I mean, like, anything that you need in a head coach, he's not it. So, or it's like a guy that has, like, a stick shift, but never he only drives had, automatic. Never had a losing season, though, with Dak or Tony Romo starting. I hate that you use that analogy because <laughs> it's so stupid. But a lot of people use it. God. It's, it's, oh my God. The fact that Ron Rivera, the winningest coach in Panthers history, fired. gets fired before Jason Garrett is atrocious. I saw a tweet that was like, Jimmy Johnson and Tom Landry got fired before Jason Garrett, like in his tenure. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. What is happening? Do you think like maybe Jerry Jones like likes him, like likes him, likes him? You know, like, oh. like a little smoochy smoochy. Ooh. Like you're looking for a good time. And he's just like, I don't want to get rid of him because that's my boy. Like, that's his boy-boy, you know? Ah. His boy-boy-boy. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's my Australian dog. He not only kisses his ass, metaphorically. But literally. literally. Yeah. I honestly think that he he doesn't want to hurt Jason's feelings. What? I really what? think that's the, the problem. Like, he wants to fire him, but he's like, I want to do it nicely. How I want to give fire him someone that. nicely? Like, Ask Jerry. Do you I think Jason know. Garrett knows, like, that shit's coming his way? Or does... Shit's been coming his way for so long that he's just kind of like, oh, yeah, sure, coach. I don't know, because apparently, like, the kicker that shall not be named. Brett Maher. The worst kicker in the NFL. Oh, Brett Maher. Went on an interview, like, right after the game, and he's right. like, I feel fine. I feel like I'm doing good. And I'm looking around like, am I in a fucking alter universe? Like, or alternative universe? That just goes, that just goes to show you the culture of that locker room. So like, that's probably how Jason feels. He's oh, like, everything's like, fine. Oh, it's okay. You know what? Uh, we lost. Uh, and it's the third, fourth game. How many third game we lost in a row? It's, but it, that was Jason Garrett, his impression of Jason Garrett. Yeah. You kind of look like him. Thanks. Um, but, no, I mean, that just goes to show you the culture that is in that locker room. Like, it's just like, oh, it's okay. There's like no culture. We'll get him the next time. Like, it's that whole, like, participation trophy bullshit. That's what it is, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to coach the Cowboys? At this point, I'd do a better fucking job. I think we all would. I really think we all would. I... Let me pick the plays like Madden? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, like, the, the names that are out there, I'm like, even, they're, even if they're not the best, I'd be like, it's better it's than different. nothing. Yeah. Here's what'll happen. Even if it doesn't work out. It's like a relationship. When you get in a relationship with someone and it's like really long, whatever, like four or five years, six years, seven years, whatever. And then you, like, break up with them, whatever, and then you start dating someone new, it's really good at the beginning. So regardless of who it is, regardless of who takes Jason Garrett's spot, it's going to be really damn good for maybe that first season. And then if it doesn't work out, but you probably win a Super Bowl in that first season, and that's, that's all you want. That's all we need. Exactly. And once you win that, it'll just make it better. But, you know, that's, that's just the Same way. Same thing with Jimmy Johnson and Barry Switzer in the 90s. It's like exactly. they just brought in someone, and for one year it was great. Well, for Jimmy it was three. I love Jimmy Johns. <laughs> Pretty fast too. Freaky frat. Oh. <laughs> That's how freaky they are. Freaky fast. That's a tongue. To say freaky fast. Freaky fast. Oh shit! All right, my, all right. Moving my, on. My bad. I'm just stupid. I, I don't know. Like that's how I feel. Like that, that relationship with the Cowboys is like they hurt me every single time, but I just keep going back. I keep saying I'm Sammy from Jersey Shore. It's a toxic relationship, bro. It's like they they made fun of my big toe. Yeah. Yet I keep coming back. Yep. And then he. Breaks everything in my room. Yep. Calls me a whore. Wow. Yeah. That's Jersey Shore. 
Hey. Your life is Jersey Shore with... Never fall in love with the Jersey Shore. (laughs) (laughs) Or with the Dallas Cowboys, same thing. Damn right. And you know, I'm just going to, like, put me in a fucking clown suit, because the next season I'll come out and be like, this is our year! I don't know, because even this year, you were like, eh. Like, I told you, I I said this was the best, like, opportunity that we had, but I wasn't saying we're going to win the Super Bowl. Like, every other fucking cowboy out there. I'm I'm realistic. Annoying-ass motherfuckers. Sorry, but it's true. Like, you guys have some of the most annoying fans in the whole entire world. Like... Is it bad that I saw the the fight that the Bears fans had with the Cowboys fans? And you're like, kick and, his ass. And I was like, get him! My dick. Hey, let's go Bears. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't keep that Snapchat I sent you last night. I did. You did? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Found a way to stop. Dude, that, that filter is perfect for it. That was the Mike did come out. Let me hear mustache. that impression for those of you who... Hey, fuck the Packers. That's his uh, accent. That's my, my 85 impression. Bears fan. Best the, goddamn defense that ever played. The Bears. The Bears. Compared to the 2019 Patriots, though. Eh, yeah, yeah I, some light. Yeah, some light. Honestly, I think this is a you know Patriots are going down though. I, I don't think they're gonna win it this Shut year. Shut the fuck up. No, yeah, you don't. They're 11 and two, bro. Like that's it. Name another team that's 11 and two. Ah, oh, dude, you're right. Dude, like they're that's it. They're gonna lose. They haven't beaten anybody. They haven't. If you think about it, they haven't. You really think this 20 years has been a sham? I. I think it's all it's all coming down to an end. I've been saying this for like five, six years now that this is the end of the Patriots dynasty, but mm-hmm. this is the year. Tom Brady's finally going to fall off, even though he I think, looked I think he's great fall off against again. Houston. I Bro, mean, he was doing some things that I've never seen him do. I mean, let me go on a little rant here. Let me just tell you, they're cheaters. Uh, Spygate was real. Deflategate was real. And the NFL rigs everything. They want the Patriots to win. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> False. <laughs> nah, just kidding. I know you know. You're Dude, just, I am. You're just grinding my gears at this point. But yeah, all I would like to say for all you normies who just watch Speak for Yourself or watch First Things First or watch even The Herd, which I like. <laughs> if you like Rob Parker or if you are Rob Parker. Fuck you, Rob Parker. <laughs> yeah. Probably not listening to this, but if you were, stay in Antarctica, whatever. Um, what's up? Really? He's in Antarctica right now, yeah. Really? Yeah. A lot of the Patriots fans that I follow, they're like, stay there, bitch. Like, we don't want to hear your motherfucker. No wonder global warming's real. This guy said that he would move to Mexico if the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Oh, no, if they would beat the Chiefs at home in the AFC Championship. I don't hear him going, I caramba, you know? Like, <laughs> I just meal. He's not eating fucking tacos. Like, this motherfucker's still here in the U.S. Like, bro. Still on TV. Stay, be a man of your word. Whatever. Look. You know how I feel about the Patriots and how I feel about this situation with how everyone's losing their minds, thinking this is the end of the world for the Patriots, and how Lamar Jackson, the running back, I mean quarterback, is going to stop the Patriots and beat them and stuff. I, you know, I don't even know what to say. Like, it's just, it's the same thing every year. Last year it was the Chiefs yeah, with Patrick Mahomes, and oh my god, look at his no Last year, losing to like the Titans, losing to... Last year, every single team we lost to didn't make the playoffs. I'm not saying that's the same case for this year. We lost to pretty damn good teams this year, yeah. the Texans and the Ravens, which we'll probably see again in the playoffs. Well, just probably one of them. But, like, that that's the one sense you got to – we'll see them again in the playoffs. But see, here's the thing, though. The Patriots never lose to a team twice in a season. You want to know why? Because Bill Belichick's like, oh, shit, like, we're losing this game like he did with the Ravens. Halfway through the quarter, he was like, oh, we're, we're, we're going to lose this game. And he waved the white flag and – 
hey, you've never played before, haven't you? Go in. Go. Let's see go. what we got. Let's see, let let's me, just base let plays. Let me show him different looks and see what works against Lamar Jackson yeah. because more than likely we're going to see him in the AFC Championship. Probably in Baltimore. That's just the way it is. So Bill Belichick was out here playing players that had it. He took out Stefan Gilmore for the whole fourth quarter. Did, like, did, Yeah, I mean, that's smart. Exactly. And a lot of people don't think that. they. Oh, they just they got blown out by the Ravens. That's it. It's like, no, Bill Belichick gave up. Not really gave up, but just lost the battle to win the war. Roll with the punches. He rolled with the punches. You really think that like Green Bay, if they played the 49ers again, would lose, what, 30-8 to or 31-8? No. 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 It's just toward the end, he was like, I'm not going to risk my guys. And he's not going to bring out the special plays, the trick plays, or anything like no. that. It's Save that for, for the for playoffs. For the playoffs. Because which... you're going to see someone, you're going to see the same team probably in the playoffs. Exactly. He did the same thing with the Texans, even although... He showed a little more. Josh McDaniels uh, incorporated James White more, which was like honestly pretty damn good because he hadn't this whole season. Um, he looked good. Yeah, he looked good. and we almost caught up, but it's whatever. But it's just annoying to hear it every single year. I've heard it for the past since 2014. It was 2014. The the Legion of Boom was going to stop the Patriots in the Super Bowl, the Seahawks, blah, blah, blah. Tom Brady had like over 300 yards for three touchdowns, like no interceptions. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like – I don't know, 2015, we don't talk about that year, but 2016 <laughs> was the Atlanta, the Hot Atlanta Falcons. Ah, uh, yes, 23-8. to eight. Wait, wait, dyslexic fuck, 28-3. 28-3, <laughs> to three, they were going to beat us and blah, 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 and all this, and then, you know, 2017, we don't talk about that hey, year. Either. still a good game, though. It was a really good game. He threw over 500 yards, 505 yards to be exact. Four touchdowns. I, You know, and then... Obviously, everyone knows the Rams, the high-flying offense. The chess and, game of the century. And they only scored three points. Every single year, the Patriots are doubted some way, somehow, some whatever. Like, it, it's just, it baffles me, Armando, Mondo, Lutz. I love it when you call me that, Eduardo. All right, bro. You know what? That's where we're going to end it right here. Yeah, we're right at 30 minutes. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that kind of threw me off a little bit. A little bit, yeah, I know it did. Um, um, why'd you do that, dude? <laughs> I was on a roll, bro. I'm just kidding. No, but okay. If I'm being honest, yeah, the Tom Brady, he doesn't look 42. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't look like super young either. He'll mess throws like blatantly. But see, he won't though. That's the thing. A lot of people don't know that what Tom Brady does when he throws away a lot, he has the most throwaways. He has the most um, intentional grounding calls of any quarterback this year, especially. He doesn't trust his receivers, first of all. That video you you the, sent me, when I sent you, yeah. where he's like on the sideline, he's like, I can't do this he's anymore. Like, with I'm him. done with him. Like that, that's been him whole the whole season. Yeah. And you know, when he throws away passes or when he he's always his philosophy. I think he said it back in like 2006 in an interview because um, he had like Randy Moss kind of like open or something like that, and he didn't throw it to him. He's like, oh, I didn't throw it to him because there was a safety coming in. It would have hit hit him pretty hard, and yeah. I don't want to injure my players. So that's that's how Tom Brady looks at it. He'd rather, okay, I'll, I'll get you on the next play, then throw it, and then he gets hit, and then possibly gets hurt, you know? So he does that. Also, he, if he just doesn't trust his receivers, like, he's not going to throw it to them, and he'll, he'd rather throw it away and, you know, start on a new player. If they don't run the route that he wants, he'll just throw it away, or he'll make sure the defense doesn't get it. Like, on that the video I showed you, when Philip Dorsett was supposed to run a— yeah, it was his fault. It, it was completely. exactly, and Tom Brady was like, this mother, "God, what the fuck are you doing?" You yeah. know, and it's not like he's doing it to like Julian Edelman or no, like when Julian he had Gronk. It's like, like Philip Dorsett still a work in progress. Yeah. Even then, though, I mean, Philip Dorsett, 
I, I thought he was going to be a much bigger, like, player than he is. I, I think because of all the injuries that he's had, you know, I think he's had, like, three concussions and a couple knee stuff. And I, I, I just don't think, like, he's as good as everyone thought he was going to be. I mean, he's been with the Patriots, I think, for, like, two years now. And he was pretty solid last year. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a Nikhil Harry fan right now. I like Nikhil Harry. Yeah. I really do. I thought Mohamed like Sanu was going to be good too, but he's he was hurt. He only played like twenty two percent of the snaps uh, this last uh, Sunday. But I think he'll once he's not hurt, like once he comes back, you know, nice and one hundred percent. I think him and Nikhil Harry and Edelman will be like the trio that we use. They'll find a way. Yeah, I mean, Look, it's the Patriots. They always it's do. It's as simple as this. Alabama's not winning the national championship, so that automatically means Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. Amen. That's all you got to say. Yeah. By the way, fuck Alabama. All right, bro. I'm glad they lost. They don't deserve to be in the playoff. Let's go, Buckeyes. Let's go. I mean, I don't know about fuck Alabama. I mean, yeah, they lost, so they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. They're the reason why college football is broken. They're not. Joel Clad, my father. Bro, literally literally what you're saying is, like, the reason the NFL, well, the NFL's not broken, but you could, like, make the case that the Patriots are Alabama. Alabama are the Patriots of college football. They they used a system that was in place already and how you can pick your own team, like who you play and all that stuff, and they use it to their advantage, which is what the Patriots do every goddamn year. And then, you know, sometimes they get accused of cheating, but they don't because every other team does it. Spygate's real. Shut the f- <laughs> No, it's not. Here's the difference is that the Patriots can't change anything. They can't change their schedule. That's what I'm saying, though, but well, I'm not saying about the schedule. I'm saying the Patriots take advantage of the, the system that they're in. They use the system to their full advantage. They find every little loophole. They find every little you know, crevice that they can, just like Alabama does. That's why Alabama always has like the easiest goddamn schedule because they're allowed to pick it. It's not their fault that they're allowed to pick it. Like If it was like the rules were like what Joe Klatt was saying in that video like of let me pick for you and that, yeah, that'd be great, but that's not the case. The, the case is, is that they get to pick whichever goddamn teams they want to play with an exception of like two or three games that they have to play. Other than that, it's like you can play at home or neutral side or even with them, but they pick like the shittiest teams to play because they're allowed to do that. It's different in college, though. That's what I'm saying, though. It is that strength of schedule is one of the biggest things to get into the playoffs. Yeah, but it's and Alabama. Every single year, strength of schedule does not go in favor of Alabama. But it's Alabama. That's, that's terrible. It's you, the, sh- you shouldn't get in because of your name. You should get in because that year you weren't one of the best teams in the But the year the- before, they beat the best, the second best team, arguably the second best team. The year before, the, like when they win the championships and they come back the next year and then they start over again, everyone knows, oh, it's Alabama. They're all automatically a powerhouse. It's like the Patriots. The beginning of the season, you're like, all right, who do, who do we think is going to win it? It's like the Patriots automatically. It's just they're a powerhouse. It's just the name. It's a household name. It's just like Apple. It's just like Windows. It's just like um, all these like it's companies, all these businesses. That's all it is. And yeah, I mean, I agree with you that I don't think it should be like like that. That Alabama just automatically like, oh yeah, you guys played a D two school, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, go ahead, go on number one. Oh, like that's all you. I don't think it should be that either. But I think we have to respect what Alabama's done in the past, however long. They're smart. Nick Saban's been there. They're very smart. Yeah. But it's like this season is where. They they don't prepare for those big schools. Yeah. They play fucking DeVry University. <laughs> Southwest University. <laughs> and then they went like they win by like sixty and then they go into the Auburn game or like the what what other game? LSU game. LSU game. And they're like, Oh, we're ready for this. And there's no one that they faced all year that 
yeah. competes against that other team. Yeah. And they wonder why. It's like, oh, I wonder why we lost. Like, no, bitch, you're playing some friend, random fucking dude that worked at 7-Eleven in high school <laughs> and made it to a D2 school. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I'm, I'm the, the way the scheduling is in college football is fucked, and I think we've all known that for the longest time. But I think the, the amount of success Nick Saban has had with – Offensive coordinators, you know, just going in a revolving door. Everyone's always leaving him. Players, one and duns, or just leave. Not one and duns because it's NBA, but always le- declaring for the draft super early. So he's always losing his best players, always having to recruit more. I think that just goes to show, like, that I think that's what the committee takes into consideration, which they shouldn't. But I think that's what goes on in their minds. Like, oh, you know what? It's a new offensive coordinator, and he, we'll somehow let, we'll he let still, it slide. Somehow he still found a way, and yeah, yeah, you, you didn't play we'll, anyone we'll really cut good, breaks. but you're undefeated, so you're Alabama. You found a way, and I think that's what's going on. I've never agreed with the whole committee thing. Like that, that's so fucking stupid. Just like, make it top eight. Yeah, even then, like, there's just so many. I don't know. There's just so many good schools that top sixteen, maybe. No, that's too much. I like it though. I'll look at it like this, and, and most people will agree with it just because it, I won't. it makes sense. You probably won't. No. But it's like the difference between a four and a five team, like ranking wise, that's tough. That's yeah. tough. Yeah, tough, bro. Tough. Tough. No, the difference between 89, uh, eight and nine team, <laughs> 89 the 89 and 90s, <laughs> shit. But like eight to nine, like you can be like, does it really matter? Yeah. It's like you barely making the top ten. Do you really deserve a chance? I can guarantee you that nine team was like. What if they Damn. did it like the NFL does their playoffs? What, like a wild card? Yeah, like you have your divisional. I and like then that. You have like your first round buys, your home field advantage, even like just literally copy the Top model. Top two teams get a first round, and yeah. then the the nine and ten get a wild card, yeah. and then they they face like the eight or not. Or honestly, I think that would be way better of a like a system to use for the yeah. college football playoffs. I think the only problem they have with that is like, oh, we, they play like one extra year or one extra game a year. I'm like, I guarantee you, ask any one of those college players. That like seniors, juniors that, that are aren't like, going to go into the league. That's like, that's their Super Bowl. Exactly. That's their championship. Yeah, and then, I mean, one. I mean, yeah. Or it's like the the guys in March Madness, like that team, like let's say like Jamestown or something. Yeah. That, like they won't make the the tournament unless they win that like first four games. Definitely. It's like if you go up to them and be like, you can get in, but you have to play one more game. Bitch, are you fucking? Yes. I'll like play. I'll play one yeah, more game. Yeah. I don't give a shit. That's what I think they should do is use that model because that model, I think, is, like, pretty successful in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, no complaints. It's just top four is so hard. And I think you miss out on so much talent, too, like, with those five, six, five and six teams. Yeah. Those two teams, like, usually are pretty good. So yeah. I would like to see them, too, you know, in the playoff hunt. But whatever. I'm not in charge. Hey, let's just get Joel Klatt. Just Joel Klatt. Let's get him on the podcast. He's a good guy. Great guy, man. Knows his stuff. I told you the story about like what I told my boss at yeah, work. Yeah, if you want to tell it again, podcast. People think you're weird as fuck, but go ahead. I, I mean, I, I've said Dak is my father. And <laughs> Do you still stand by that statement? I, Dak's my quarterback. <laughs> That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. <laughs> no, nah, dude. Pay, pay Dak $40 million a year. He deserves it. Mm. Not because he, he, he's worth $40 million, It's because that's what the market is. Oh, yeah. I was like, but well, for know. what he's had to deal with. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, so... At work, it was uh, it was Black Friday, and it was I think it was the uh, no Black Friday or Saturday when uh, Ohio State was playing Michigan, and everyone's giving me crap because I'm an Ohio State fan. And one of my bosses was like, "I actually have a football signed by Joe Clatt because he was on commentary." And then my boss, who I call Hefe, Hefe. Like, that's my guy right there, um, big big sports fan too. Hefe means boss. 
by the way. Thank you. Um, do you know I'm Spanish? Wait. Wait. Um, Let me speak Spanish real quick. Yo tengo no. un... <laughs> Oh, my God. No, we're not saying that. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, oh, you could probably say it. No. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Mom. Yo tengo un pene largo mis pantalones, mamacita. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so... That roughly translate to is... What that translates to is... Uh, have a nice day. He wants to read a book in the library. Yes. Yep. And where's the bathroom? It means all of that. You yeah. Can, you can just say it and it means all that. It's, it's like hello. It's like Spanish. It's like aloha. Yeah. Mazel tov. Oh my God. Mahalo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so by the way, I'm probably going to have my boss on the podcast too. Oh, nice. Because he used to play uh, baseball in college. And so like... A little college ball? A little college ball. A little People boink. can't see what I'm doing with my hands. Yeah. I'm swinging a bat. He's uh, hanging with Hernandez. Gone oh forever. God. Uh, so anyways, so then I call him Hefe, and then I was like, Joel Klatt? I was like, I love Joel Klatt. And then I just, just yelled down in the break room. I was like, he is my father. Okay. And then my boss just cried laughing because he just didn't expect that. And he's like, oh, oh he's poppy? Because <laughs> you're Mexican. Because I'm Mexican. Yeah. A little racist, but I'll take it. Um and I was like, yes. It's only racist if you get offended. Exactly. That's not true. Uh, my my boppy. And like he just cried laughing. But I'm like, Joel Klatt, man. Like, Joel Klatt's... He knows his stuff. Like, imagine talking sports with him just on a regular basis. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, my IQ would get, like, from like a three to like a five. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> I guarantee you that. It will go higher. Love you, Joel Klatt. Joel Klatt, if you're listening... I've tweeted a couple times and never got a response. Unlike Nate Shot, who replied to you. Ah, yes. That's funny. His content's still trash. I haven't seen a YouTube video of his. I lately. respect his grind though. He created a whole fucking. I mean, he created hundred thieves. thieves. Nick loves hundred thieves. I like hundred thieves. They were very good last year in Call of Duty. Yeah. Facts. Didn't they lose? Yes. So they're not that good. Well, they won some tournaments. They just didn't win the big one. But they didn't but win. It's kind of broken in Call of Duty. But they didn't win. Okay. If they didn't win, they're not that good. Hence, Jason Garrett. Bring it all back. Bring it all back. Bring them back. If you don't win, you're not good. You can't win games in the NFL if you lose. I got another one for you. Okay. If the other team scores more than you, you can't win. Mm. Mm-hmm. If you play DeVry University... <laughs> You wonder why you lose to LSU. If you score more field goals than the other team scores touchdowns, most likely you'll lose. Unless you have the worst kicker in the NFL. Bremaher. Then you won't make any. Bremaher. Talking about Bremaher? I'm not, not saying his name on this podcast. Bremaher. He thinks he's playing good. I, th- I think he's playing good too. He can't play! <laughs> He's a bona fide scrub. He's a bona fide scrub. I love Stephen A. Imagine talking to Stephen A. I wonder what a normal conversation with Stephen A is like. <laughs> like you just you just got to be careful. Like even the the most ridiculous thing. Like we were talking about like sodas, like top five sodas. Oh yeah. And, and what's your top five soda? Tell everyone what your top five sodas are. Okay, top. Well, we we got the first three down. No, we said four, and then we included sweet tea as one of them because we can only say no. Four. We didn't say sweet tea. On, on God, uh, we did, did, bro. Didn't we say ginger ale? Who the fuck? Ginger ale. Well, ginger ale. Like I looked at, it, I was like, "That's not fucking soda." Are you stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> um. So my. I like more... ginger ale. 
Okay. <laughs> this is the top five sodas of all time. Yo, I love number five. <laughs> number five. I said, okay, well, number one was... I said number five. You have to go with it. What was number five? Dickwad? I don't know. I told you I from my... I'll start with mine. Oh, no. I said I said Coke, but it needs to be the Mexican Coke. Number four. <laughs> Mexican cola. Why you gotta be Mexican racist? Because it's better than the... Number four. Number four was... What was number four? Oh my god. It's your list, bro. Come on. Because, no, I said the first three, and then I was like, I don't know what else is out there. Number three. Number three was Sprite. Number two. Root beer. Number two. Root beer. Number one. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. And y'all give me shit for root beer. Yeah, because what root beer did you say? You were like, the A&W one. The A&W one's fire. Bro, IBC, dog. IBC. IBC is good, too. I s- IDC that you like. A&W. Get it? I don't care that you like A&W. Get the fuck out of my house. Alright. Hey, thanks for hanging out, guys. Uh, it's been real. Um, Alexis, you're probably not listening to this because you don't listen to the sports ones. But just kidding. I feel like we gotta split this up because now we're not talking about sports. No? I put mine all together. Unless you want to split yours up. Nah, I mean, this is a whole lot. This is how long I usually go. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I just go for however long, you know, because yeah. it's yeah. unscripted, you know? Yeah. First things first. Oh my god, don't even... Don't even. Did you see Chris his, Carter. Did you see his hairline is like receding? He had more hair. Well, because it's fake. You know what? I didn't know he got surgery. I thought you just always cut it short. It might be that, but it looks fake to me. It does look. It fake. It looks like a what, like a toupee. Is that what they're called? Yeah, that's what it looks like. I don't know what being afraid of the number nine. Yep. Okay. Is. My top five sodas. Getting back to it. Number five. Number five. Sweet tea. Now, I know it's not a soda, but it's a beverage. Um, and I can only name four other sodas that I like. <laughs> On a technicality. <laughs> so, sweet tea is going to make the cut. Now, if it was just beverages, sweet tea would be number one. I love sweet tea. Whatever. So, going on to... Number four. Uh, I said Sprite. I'm not a huge, you know, Sprite guy or Mountain Dew guy or whatever you want to call it. but It's nice to have every once in a while. You got some. There you go. Sorry. Uh, number three. N- numero tres. That's number three. Thank you. You're Mexican. I, I know. Thanks. I speak the niche. You speak the niche. Yeah, of course. <laughs> number three, I said, was the IBC root beer. Can't go wrong with root beer. It is what it is. Uh, and the next one. Two. Was Dr. Pepper. Lit. It's all right. Yeah. Not my first choice. Yeah, it's number two. Yeah, it's just because it's, it's better than root beer and better than Sprite. Like, okay. if I'm at a party and they don't have Coke and there's only Dr. Pepper, Sprite, or root beer, I'm taking Dr. Pepper. Like, that's just... I respect that. Dr. Pepper's one of those. You can just, you know, whatever. Number one. Number one. Thank you. It's Coke. Whether, whatever Coke it is. Coke, just regular one, the Mexican Coke. All Coke. I want to know the exact number of, like, ounces that you drank Coke when we are in the dorm. A lot. Because you could do the same thing with me. It was a shit for, ton. Yeah. You can do the same thing for me, but the amount of junk food and, and shitty food that I ate. Yeah, I remember. Like, we were like, yo, let's eat clean. We would eat clean, but I still have my Coke. I well, drank, like, one every day at least. At least. At least. Sometimes it was more. Yeah, because we'd go down to the vending machine, the vending machine at, like, 2 a.m. People, people. Watch people. Sports Center. Watch the same version of Sports Center about three times. <laughs> That was my impression as well. Love CBS. Love Stephen A. Smith. Oh, rip. Love Scott Fenn Belt. 
<laughs> Any bald guy with glasses? Scott Van Pelt. I, I was uh, talking to my grandma like when she was over here, mm-hmm. and I told her, I was like, I remember being in the dorm like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., and we would just put on the Mexican channels, and we'd find that one novella. I forget the name of it. We watched like a good like four episodes. Dude, that shit it. was intense. I forgot what, ep- what novella was, though. What was it? No, what but was I, it about? I, I don't know. I always remember the ginger guy because it reminded you of me. It's no, like, I think the reason we stopped it was because Ser- Sergio was flipping through the channels the one time he was there, I think. And, like, this really pretty lady came out. Uh, and all of us were like, oh, pretty lady, leave it there. <laughs> and then, like, it was in Spanish, and we all speak the Nish, you know, so we were like, oh. Right. Like, we can know. do this. Yeah, and you had a Mexican flag, a Mexico flag. Like, Everyone thought it was yours. No, no one thought that. Yeah, remember that one dude? Uh, Anthony or whatever? Oh, yeah. He was like, hey, bro, are you Mexican? I'm like, yes. But you're white. Uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Get the fuck in my room. I had a U.S. flag. Yeah. Next to mine. You guys broke my uh, my bunk bed the night the USA and Mexico played? Even no, Sergio broke Sergio it. Sergio did. Sergio broke it. Because <laughs> the Mexico won, right? Yeah. Next to 2-1. I remember two, being... 2-0? Two, oh, no, 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Two, one. Because I remember being at the football game yeah. um, at yeah. the Baylor Stadium, and I had my phone just like on the side, and that was like one of the worst games I ever had. Like I had no roster, so I had to put in like every number, but I would always look to see... Didn't Chicharito score in the game? Yeah. Or some peace. I remember because I was talking mad shit about him to Sergio, and I was like, we're always trash, blah, blah. And I said, he said that he, he scored. And then I was like, fuck it. And Sergio and was like, yes, yes, yes. Sergio broke my bed. Yeah. And then I never saw him again. And then he broke our hearts by leaving. <laughs> I miss him. It's I Brittany, saw him at the bitch. mall. What? Oh, my God. I saw him at the mall uh, in El Paso. When? Or on his birthday. Oh, I thought that was here. No, it was over there in El Paso. That's weird. What fucking mall would I go to here? The Den Mall. Low-key lit. Like, low-key. That shit hits. <laughs> but it was, like, like low. Like, low-key. Like, low, bro. Low. Like, it was just that one store, that sports store. <laughs> like, that's why. That's why it was lit. That's why it was lit, yeah. There's some good deals. Like, that Ross. That, that. But Ross bro. is good anywhere. Yeah, but at their, like, that spot. You just have to find, like, you just have to go to a Ross that isn't picked out or that not a lot of people have been there. I mean, you go, like, on Thursdays. That's when they get, like, their new shipments. So you get all their clothes. Yeah. Cause I think that, I think DJ told me that. Yeah, yeah. DJ is the DJ, Ross guy. This is my Ross guy. Yeah. Definitely. So Conor McGregor. Oh, shit. I forgot we have to talk about him since Bobby's not here. I want to. Bobby, I miss you. Because, dude, I'm, I'm excited because that's exactly what both of those guys need. Is Connor needs to come back with a good fight, but not like a hard fight. Cowboy Cerrone. And yeah. then Cowboy Cerrone needs to get back on track, and that's a good competitor. Connor's gonna kick his ass. Oh, dude, bro, I don't know why you hate Connor so much. I don't hate Connor. Yeah, do. I'm just. You do. You do. I don't like do. what he's been doing. What did he do? First of all, he keeps getting fucking arrested for the stupidest shit. I don't care about that. I'm talking about in the octagon. In the well, I mean, he hasn't been there in what three years? Why? Because he. Fought Floyd Mayweather, went 11 rounds with him. It's just, you know, it's, it's, he did something no other person has done. He was like, he got bored of his own fucking sport. And I was like, hey, Floyd Mayweather, I'll kick your ass. I don't think ass. he got bored. I think he just wanted to get paid. Bored man gets paid. Motherfucker. I mean, yeah. Get it? Bored that, man gets paid. Because he was, ah, ah. Kawhi. <laughs> what hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what a do, baby. <laughs> um, But no, I mean, I think he's going to kick his ass. 
Honestly. I don't. I think he'll win, but it's going to be a good fight. Like, a hard fight. After he beats uh, Cowboy, who do you think he fights? How do you think this whole UFC thing is going to play out? I really wish Bobby was here, but... Right? Well, he would just be talking the entire time because we would be like, hmm. He would mention like some guy. Bobby is our UFC guy. Anything you ever need to know about UFC, that's the guy to go to. Roberto George. Great guy. (laughs) Roboito. Roboito. (laughs) Hi, Roboito. So let's hypothetically. (laughs) So, okay. let's Let's just put in Connor's journey like in the UFC now. So he beats a cowboy, which I think he will. Yes. He has to fight. Someone else. Obviously, I don't. I, I don't want to see him fight Khabib anymore. I've changed my mind. I want to see him fight Masvidal. Oh, now you're. That's where I think. Cause who said it? I think Dana said that Connor wants to fight Masvidal. That'd be it. So oof. I would say, you gotta hype it up. As in, you gotta go against Cowboy, maybe Justin Gaethje, cause that's a good matchup to see. Like that's it. a banger. I'll take it. Then you fight Masvidal, and if he wins that, which he won't, he will. He won't. No, he won't. And then he'll fight either Tony or Khabib. I think Tony will beat Khabib. Okay. And Tony will be the champion for a long time. And then Connor will fight Tony. So then Connor, if Khabib loses and he beats Masvidal, then he goes Connor against Khabib to get that rematch. And if he wins that, then he goes against Tony. Now, do you think the Masvidal Nate Diaz rematch happens anytime soon? I want. I would like to see. It. I would like to see it. <laughs> I would like to see. If it's as it happened, it has to happen like very soon. But I think Nate doesn't want to do it anymore, so it's got to be Masvidal against Nick. Cause we talked about this. If Nick wins that, then you can say Nick Fights versus Nate. Nate, brother versus hermano, brother. hermano, like mano mano. Get it? No. Nish. A little niche for you. But that would be like before both of those They've guys. They've never retired, fought, right? No. I mean, they've never been in the same weight class. But with the the BMF belt, like you can make a case for them to, you know, find a weight and then just fight each other. Yeah, these guys have been fighting for like twenty years. Jesus, like they they were on like the Ultimate Fighter, one or two, or no two or three. Like Nate was the guy who won that. Damn, that that's They're when old. we were like elementary school. God damn. Yeah. Damn, You're still fighting. All right, another one, Masvidal, Canelo. That's more. I talked about this. I, I think that's more interesting than Floyd versus Connor, as far as a fight goes. Not the hype, but the fight itself. I I think Connor and Floyd was interesting. Like it was. Uh, it was interesting, but I don't think it was like a good technical fight. Well, obvious because Floyd Mayweather is a huge technical boxer, yeah. and that's the only reason he wins because he's just so damn good at like, like the right. fundamentals. So you like Canelo will fight. Yeah, exactly. Canelo will like take that. Yeah, I would like to see Mayweather fight Canelo again because I think Canelo is like in his prime now and like he was really young when he fought him and I think that's the only reason Mayweather took the fight because Canelo was up and coming it was like it had to be like 10 years ago right what no it was I'm looking at longer it. than that wasn't it no longer shorter than that I don't think it was 10 years ago was it um fuck the Mayweather's I don't think okay because he fought in that time 2013 oh, I was like six years ago that's still a long time yeah, Canelo's like barely coming to his own, coming into his own right now. Like that, God, he was young back then. Exactly, and he I think no that's beard. the only reason Mayweather took that fight because he knew he was like he's a young guy. I can get him, whatever. So I think I would like to see that fight again because I think I don't like Mayweather him being fifty and oh fighting random people in kickboxing matches around the world, whatever, just to show that he's still fighting like that. Come on, bro. 
I like 50 Cent when he challenged him to read a whole page of what book was it? Did you see that? I saw like him challenging it, and then he, did he ever accept it? No, because he can't read. That's tough. That's tough, man. How old is he? Uh, too he old. Learn how to read? I, he knows how to read. It's, just, it's like a. Or is that he, just a random challenge? Yeah. It's, Sorry, Dory. Because I think whenever he talks, like he doesn't sound like he can. It's talk. kind of like slowly. It's just kind of like, you know, using smaller words and really simple sentences. That's the way he talks. I think. Don't quote me. <laughs> Don't kick my ass. Like From a little bird, he told me. Ah, you know, something like. I just can't do boxing, man. I just don't like boxing. It's just so it's it's rigged, honestly. It's fixed. I don't want to go that far because no, I want to be that guy. No, it is. I don't want to be that guy where he's like, oh, no, boxing's rigged. But like, there's some cases where I'm like, but it dude, is. Dude, like, come on. A lot of people say like all, all the sports are rigged, and I mean, I think it's harder to rig team sports. Like there's football, so many factors. Soccer, so um, many hockey. Factors. You can try. Baseball, I think, is one you can get away with. Like, and there's been cases of obviously people trying to, you know, whatever. But it's a changeup. <laughs> Houston Astros, everybody. But um, I think with boxing, it's like you can very easily throw a match. Like, and not a lot you of got, people you do. got dudes just walking out. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, you don't pay me this much. All right, I'm just gonna walk out of the ring. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I I don't watch boxing. It's just not as interesting as the UFC, honestly, for me. I don't get how people say that UFC's rigged. You did like, they not see Nate Diaz's face after the Masvidal fight? Like, yeah, you can't fake that shit. You know, like I know, it was a bad. Like I wouldn't say it's a bad. You can decision. say like, oh, you know what? You're, ultimately, you're gonna win. But whatever it takes, like he's still gonna win. So don't do anything. Like. If a knockout's a knockout, you yeah. you hit him too hard. You on can't him. fake a knockout. You can't like it's like the fucking Ben Askren one. Oh, no, you that, can't fake that. No, I, no, dude died. Motherfucker retired. Like yeah, he did. Like, it's like we well, had one other fight after that, but I think the, yeah, the Masvidal one was like, dude, no one, I gotta rethink. this. No one remembers that fight, the one he did after Masvidal. Like no, no, because the hype behind him was was bad. Because you think of Ben, like you think of that, and you think of him getting knocked out by Masvidal. At least for me, like no, for sure. Cause there was so much hype behind Ben Askren. Yeah, it's like dude dominated every other promotion other than the UFC, and it took him so long because he hated Dana White for so long. And then when he finally came, he beat Robbie Lawler in like a comeback victory, and I was like, dude, that's exactly what Ben needed. And the Masvidal thing happened. You're like, you're like all right, oh, I'm gonna head out. Gotta go. Yeah, but yeah, I can't understand how people say that that's rigged. There's too many instances where I'm like. You want to fake that knockout? There's just too many variables for it, I think. Too many. Because one little, even a little touch to the head that's wrong, boom, knocked out. Yeah. You just don't know. Like, Well, even the Nate decision where it's like the doctor called it off. Like, I can I can understand. Yeah, no definitely. Because that's a cut. Like, that was, that was a deep bad. cut. Yeah. Well, obviously, when it's like those circumstances, like you got to be like, hey, doc, just. Joe Rogan was saying, go. too, it's like, it's Nate Diaz. He could have kept going. Yeah, He's been worse. Nate would have been fine with that. But I think, like, you know, the, the health of their. Because then he could have he gone blind. He could have. A lot of shit could have happened. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But obviously, the doctor stopped it for a reason. He uh, did it for the right intentions. Do I agree with it? No. But yeah. I, I understand why he did it. Now, to say it's rigged or whatever, nah, it's just. You can't rig the UFC. You can try, but I don't. You can tell, hey, Conor McGregor, like, we need you to, like, win or whatever. Like, well, yeah, no shit. He's going to try to win, you know? Like, I don't know. Other than that, though, just, boxing is dumb. I'm just kidding. It's not dumb. But 
I just never got into it. I remember watching, what was it? Floyd and Victor Ortiz. That's old. That's old, man. I remember watching. That was my first boxing match that I ever watched. And I was I was excited for it. I was like all the hype behind Mayweather. Victor Ortiz was like Mexican, so I was like rooting for him. Um, and I was like, this is going to be a good fight. Like, it a just lot of people, takes too long. It takes too long. And then the way that that uh, ended was the ref like had him in like a clinch. And then they were like, break up, break up. And I forget what happened. I think there was like a, a legal hit. And then Victor Ortiz like kissed Floyd like on the forehead or on the cheek just to be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then as they're breaking up, Floyd was like, bitch, just punched him in the face. And the ref was like, oh, keep going. Even though he never said fight. Like he never like technically said, oh, he keep never, going. Yeah. So it was like that was an illegal hit. But Victor was rocked. And then from that point on, like Floyd, Floyd finished just took him. Over, yeah. And I was like, well, that's stupid. Like that. That would never happen in the UFC. The UFC like, you got to be like, no. Like, Herb Dean would never be like, oh, no, we'll let it go. Yeah. Like, no, he'll be like, Dude, what the fuck are you doing? Get back to your corner. Yeah. So, plus there's just so many more personalities in UFC than there is boxing. And I, I think the UFC does a really good job of, like, letting the personalities, like, show. Like, they use their personalities to their advantage. I think that a lot of it has to go with, like, how the way they promote for boxing, too. Like, I never hear when there's going to be a boxing match or... Not as much as UFC. Like, I, maybe it's just because I watch UFC more that I just know more. But even then, like, like weigh-ins and boxing are way different from UFC. Exactly. Like, UFC like, is like a spectacle. It's a whole thing, and yeah. it's a whole show, and you know the face-off and whatever, and like, oh, there's all that stuff to it. And, like, as a fan, you're like, oh shit, like, ooh, you know, mm-hmm. like Masvidal when he showed up, fucking, what was he wearing? That um, the Scarface, Scarface? yeah, dude, that was amazing. Like, I love that. Shit, that. Like that, you know, like. That's the stuff. That's personalities, exactly, man. Exactly. Like, yeah. there's no Masvidal in boxing that I can. Well, maybe think there of. is, but maybe the they're just not showing. They're not showing it. it. I get that. So yeah. it's I don't know. So, in conclusion, we should run college football, take over yes. boxing, yes, and coach the Dallas Cowboys. Absolutely, all at once. I, my mom free Saturdays, so. Mm. I'll <laughs> take a look at my calendar. It's because I work, bro. I work at Best Buy. Hey, if you guys ever need anything from Best Buy, um, did your dad ever buy the the TV? Not sure. I'll ask him. I want to find out. Hey, wanna... Dad. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mr. Gonzalez. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> okay, I sold you the TV. Uh, what was I gonna say? But if you ever need any TVs, guys, this is the guy to hit up. He's my TV guy. I'm TV guy. Anything you need to know about TVs, he knows. Or audio. Or audio. I mean, not everything. Or home. Improvement. Home, not home improvement. <laughs> I'm not fucking Tim Allen. <laughs> it's a good show. I um, remember watching that as a kid. You know what was another good one? Third Rock from the Sun. What the fuck? You never remember that? It Earth? was a no. Third Rock from the Sun. Earth. Earth <laughs> okay. is the third rock from the sun. It was uh, Joseph Gordon Le- Levitt, I think. Levy. No. <laughs> Levi jeans. I'm sorry, but when he was like super young. I only buy my jeans from American Eagle. So. So do I. Oh wow. You got me on that. Yeah, you know, I, I got I got everyone on a lot of things. I don't want to end this podcast because there's still so much I want to talk about. Now that we're just casually talking. Let's just casually talk. You got me on the coffee. I got you on the coffee. I'm, I finished my coffee right now. Coffee. What did you have? Tell everyone what you had. I had the, uh, the new Irish cream cold brew. <laughs> still have yet to try it, but I'm, I'm going to try it on Saturday. Good, not great. Better than the pumpkin cold? Pumpkin was better. Okay. All right. But now my go-to is the vanilla cream cold brew. Just the regular one, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's like banging, sometimes it's okay, but like every day now I think about it, I'm like, but I don't get like hyper. I thought coffee was going to make me hyper. 
I, you'd always tell me like, no man, I can't drink coffee because it's gonna make me hypo. And, I, <laughs> and I'd be like, what? It doesn't. It's not gonna make you fucking. That's hyper. why you're talking like that. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, sorry, my bad. So I haven't had my coffee. <laughs> no, like for me, like okay, and this is this is true. Whenever I drink hot coffee, it calms me down, super calm. When I drink cold coffee with ice in it, doesn't matter where it's from. I'm like, I'm not jittery or hyper, but I just feel like aware, like you. Just fucking, you know, in my head, just boom, boom, numbers, and tit, 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 you know, that's a wolf, <laughs> wolf of Wall Street reference. But like cold drinks like that are what get me like, you know. <laughs> what are you a fucking owl? <laughs> wolf of Wall Street reference. <laughs> All right, bro. That's where we're gonna end it. Are we really gonna, gonna end it? Nah, we're not gonna end it. Cause I like, I don't know. I'm chilling. <laughs> We'll keep going like most of my toxic relationships that I had. I wait. <laughs> yeah, shit, there, bro. Let's talk about Tinder. Solo. Let's is on Tinder now, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. For those of you who are interested. <laughs> in the DFW area. <laughs> in the D- Actually, in the Keller. The Keller area. He said his radius to about 25, I think, miles. Uh, 18. 18 miles. He wants. It's not too far. but <laughs> Nothing further than 30 minutes for him. It's too much. Not after um, my last relationship. So if you know of anyone... What happened in your last relationship? Oh, Let's talk God, about it. Oh, God. Don't fucking start. <laughs> Let's talk. I've never, like, been the one to say, like... Silence from Mondo. I've never been the one to say, like, screw that bitch or fuck that bitch. Like... For, oh, my God. He's gonna say it. But this one, like... Don't say it. Say it. But this one really grinds my gears. Just because it was... You know how like you have like your relationships and you're like I learned something from that. Yeah, that's that's what relationships are for. Yeah. Exactly. I had none of that. Yeah, I mean, like now thinking about it, it's it's still pretty fresh, and I think. Oh no! It, I don't know. You'll probably okay. Here's you'll probably learn it when you get in another relationship. You'll be like, oh yeah, like that's it's gonna oh shit yeah, it's gonna click, and you're gonna be like, this motherfucker, <laughs> this bitch is all right. And you're like, okay, <laughs> all right. It's like I did things where I was like, like this is what I should be doing. Right. Obviously, there were some things where I was like, oh, okay, I don't, I shouldn't be doing. Had to lay off the weed, yeah. A little bit, stay off the <laughs> weed. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith, everybody. Yeah. Um, but like looking back at it, and how it ended, I was like, what was that for? Like, I feel like that was just a waste of time. Oh, yeah. Obviously, like. We had some good times, I'm sure, right? I mean, yeah, but apparently, I thought so. She didn't. Well, here's the thing, Lutz. As long as you thought they were good times, that's all that matters. And you haven't learned anything yet. At least you don't think you have. But you learn. You learn from everything, and whether you realize it or not. And like I said, when you get in another relation, into another relationship, that's when you'll realize, like, oh yeah, I learned this, or or whatever, whatever the case may be. It'll click for you. It may not happen. It may happen like a few years from now. You'd be like, "Oh, like that's why like this happened," or you probably just dated and that's it. Like you're not gonna learn anything from it. It can be either or. Like I don't think so. You know? Yeah. I just, I just don't like like starting over. You know? I don't like the the process of like having to go through like talking and shit like that. Uh, yeah, I get you. I don't like that either. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't have to worry about it. Wait, I mean, yeah, because I knew Brianna for like, I've known her since middle school, so that helped. And I look back at it like, 
every person I've ever dated or talked to, you knew them. I knew them time. from a long, long time ago or whatever. Yeah, cause I don't like I don't like doing that shit. What's your favorite color? Oh my god, me too. What's your sign? <laughs> oh, fuck I'm a little crazy, so I'm a Cancer. <laughs> You're not a Cancer. I'm not, but I'm just saying. You were born in November, dumbass. Oh, so I'm a Pisces. I don't know. <laughs> I just know I'm an Aquarius. That's it. Oh wow. Yeah. Like like the Dallas Aquarium or solo solo. Yeah, I mean, how do we even start talking about this? You just brought it. Oh no, I was like, I'm on Tinder now. Oh yeah, on Grinder too. I told you you should get on it, but yeah, it's going well on that one. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Damn relationships talk, huh? Yeah. yeah. Your your ex dates your your uh, your ex best friend. What? Rudy. Oh my god. Yeah. We're name dropping. <laughs> I think it's out there. I think everyone who listens oh to this knows. Oh my god. Dude, hopefully he doesn't listen to this. Oh my god. Fuck Harris. What? Who the fuck Harris? Oh, I was like, <laughs> I heard fuck Harris. I was like, who's Harris? It's like, what happened? Grinder. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> Something new? Nah, but uh, I know how to pick them, you know? Yeah, I mean, it happens. I, I don't know. I, I didn't have the best of luck in picking them either. And then I found Brianna. Brianna, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> Just kidding. She's probably not listening. Um, you yeah. know what, you want to know something though? The way that I've been dealing with like getting over the X, I started like writing a journal. Let me see it. Let me read it. Is it like a, like a private journal? It's a little know. private journal, you know, <laughs> just like my thoughts, you know, mm, writing down your thoughts. Yes. Yeah. And like, it's actually helped. Like ever since then, I'm like, all right, today's a new day. Let's get it going. Doing stuff like this. Like the podcast, dude, took off of it. Yeah. So see that that's one thing you can look at it. You can look at it as like it helped me get transition yeah, it helped to that. Me with all this Never other stuff of it like that. Like you got to think of it like yeah, you broke up whatever and shit sucked, shit hurt whatever, but at the same time you've had how many episodes since then of the podcast? You Dude, no, I mean that like a I, shit ton. Like you started it up again after that happened. I've thought about this like cuz I mentioned that we did <clears throat> the last episode in the kitchen like 2 years ago. Yeah. Like that's when I started the podcast. And, like, when I started doing it again after the breakup, it was, like, 56, 57. Here we are, like... 90. 90. Close That's to 100. Lot. Yeah. That's quick math, but 34 episodes, you know? Yeah. And not even, like... I don't think they were, like, routine or, like, consistent. Like, there was, like, two or three weeks where I just didn't do any because I was just not feeling it. Yeah. Or it's just some shit just came up. Um, but, like... The fact that we're this close already to 100, like, holy fuck. It wouldn't have happened if you were, you know, still... Right, dude, because I, I would think about it during our relationship, like, ah, damn, I gotta start the podcast again, you know? But, like, she never was like, oh, no, you should do it, like... She was just kind of like, oh, yeah. She was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So you gotta find someone that's gonna support you no matter what. Yeah. Let that be a life lesson to all our listeners. Don't ever settle for anyone who's not gonna support you in anything that you do. You know what I live by? What? If they wanted to... They would. Damn. That quote gets me every time. <laughs> my mind just being Because that's not just like relationships. That's, that's like in general. That's it's like friends. If they want to hang out with you, they, they would. would. So it's like a lot of people, I'm like, fuck y'all. Fuck them. Fuck them. Wow. So that's how we end it. That's how we end it. Damn. Move locations too. To the bedroom. Send me your location. 
I love DJ Khaled. Oh my god. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Wait, what was your rap like on Spotify? Oh, let's go through it actually. Cause mine's fucking basic. Let's go through ours. I can tell you off the top of the dome. Yeah, I can. Mine's so number number one, <laughs> number one logic obviously. Coming in at number one. See that one shocked me too, cause I haven't listened to a lot of logic this year. Wait, maybe earlier. Like early in the year, probably, like but January, like the rest of the February, year. March. Then it was like Mac Miller, rest in peace, my boy. Post Malone, Khalid, and then who was number five? Um, who was number five? I put it on my story. Ah, oh, damn. It, it, uh, it closed. It closed. Um, I don't know. I'm surprised there wasn't, like, Mexican stuff on there. Yeah, mine was, mine was interesting. Um, number one was Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, baby. Which is weird, because I, I, I didn't think I listened to him that much, but I'm, like, I'm like, I'll, I'll roll with it. Let's see. And then... I played 2,145 different songs on Spotify, which is, I was on Apple Music for the longest time, remember, remember this. And then you got me hooked on Spotify And then I, I switched to Spotify, and then I, I got Apple Music again, so I have both, whatever, but, um, <clears throat> in 2019, your sounds changed with the seasons. Whoa! Can't play that, can't play that. Copyright, copyright. I just can't, you can't, as long as less than three seconds. Um... <laughs> Thanks. My lucky artist was Bad Bunny, number one. In order, number one, Bad Bunny. Number two, Maluma. Maluma, mm. baby. Number three was J Balvin. Number four was Drake. And number five was Christian Nodal. Oh, Drake. Christian Nodal. World citizen. Bro, I listen to music from 41 different countries, dog. I only have 15. So, am I racist? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are. I forgot about Drake. Top songs. Oh, they're pretty basic, too. And my top podcasts of 2019 were, of course, the Keeping a G podcast. Obviously. The Bubble Up Sports podcast. Amen, brother. And the Ross Boland podcast. Mm. This one Jacob told me about. It's pretty good. Mm. Talks about random stuff. You are Keeping a G number two on my uh, podcast. Well, I hope so, because hopefully you listen to yours, you know? Uh, mine is actually four. The fuck? I don't listen to my own podcast. Yeah, do I? I just like... I don't it, like it. Because then, then it keeps coming up, like, hey, if you listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I like the notifications on. So then I'll just like scroll like to make it think that I listened to it already. Yeah. My artist of the decade, Drake. Art, where do you see that? Just gotta look for it, man. I think the artist is gonna be Logic. I mean, probably. Should, like since what? Junior year, sophomore year of high school. You've been repping Logic. Been repping it, man. You look like Mac Miller. Amen. So, With the new haircut. No biggie. Rip. Rest in peace. Oh, Tupac. Do you know what killed Mac Tupac. Miller? Tupac. Fentanyl. <laughs> Kill, it kills 30,000 people every single year, and a lot of people don't know about it. A lot of people are they're lacing these pills. They're lacing cocaine. They're lacing everything with fentanyl. It's fentanyl awareness. That's all I'm saying. So next time, for all you little partiers, whatever, want to take a pill or something, might be laced with fentanyl, and you can die. Fentanyl is what they use to put you under in surgery. It's like morphine, but a little bit stronger than morphine. And what a lot of people are doing, especially in China, is that they're creating new, like... DNA, not DNA strands, new um, strands of it. So, because it's, it's illegal in the U.S. and it's illegal in China. But since they're creating new ones, they become legal again and then they legalize. Just some fentanyl awareness for you. Uh, rip Mac Miller, rip Prince, rip um, whoever else. I like Post Malone's new album. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I like Post Malone. Dude, Post Malone's new album. I can't get into Post Malone. 
I like some of his songs, but... Did it freak you out when I showed you that one song where he says, like, come back? Yeah. Because I, I told Alexis that, and she was like, I can't listen to it the same. I'm like, that's right. I haven't listened to it since, but, I'm, yeah, I'm sure if I listen to it again... Fuck! <laughs> yeah. I just don't like Post Malone. Not that I don't like him, it's just... Sounds the same. Every single song. You can say that about anyone. Like, to me, Bad Bunny, like, it, it's good, No, yeah. every song sounds the same. But yeah, but I don't like the way Post Malone sounds, so... I like the way Bad Bunny sounds, and he sounds the same in every single song, so fuck yeah. Hey, he's pretty hot. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. Oh, you know? Like, <laughs> give me those sounds. The fucking Twitter moments of the decade. That one where it's the three guys singing uh, Oh my God. Devote. Oh. <laughs> I kept that in my bookmarks. Send that to me, because I want it. I love that video. Because oh. he doesn't sing bad. It's just off-key. Oh, it's bad. No, it's worth It's bad. It's out of time. It's bad. He's trying. No, Compared to the other two guys? No, the other two guys like are going along with it as if he's singing like correctly, which is... You're I, doing great, oh, sweetie. Oh my god, I just don't get it. Are these the wipes he used? Yeah, flushable wipes, man. Parents get on wipes. it, man. Dude, it changed my life. <laughs> Proven to be safe for well-maintained sewers and septics. pH balance, wow. Yeah, man. No more itchy asshole. Oh my god, my asshole never itches. So, obviously you're wiping wrong if that was ever the case for you. Well... Now I'm not because I'm using flushable wipes. You just admitted that you're fucking asking. Oh, you got the book? Yeah. I still got to read it. You haven't read it yet? I read like the first four or five chapters like a year and a half ago. And then Logic came out with his book, which is really good. You never finished it. I didn't read it. I thought you did. You borrowed it. And then I read like two pages. You whore. And then I'm you like, lied to me. And then I was like, eh. you're like, I got to this part. <laughs> and I was like, what's your favorite part? You're like, I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember. So don't don't, don't quote me. Whatever. All right. That's how we're gonna end it. An hour and sixteen minutes. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Light work. Light work. We gotta do this more let's often. Play pluckers. Let's go. Down. Down. Ginger peach sriracha. <sighs> I don't know what I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a brewski. Mm. I get one. Yeah. Got to. Eh. Four o'clock. It's five o'clock somewhere. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> weird. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank to you ev- for all the support. Everyone that listens to both of our podcasts, we appreciate you. Um, Subscribe to our podcast. Support our podcast with yeah. either a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars a month. Yeah. Do you have supporters? Yeah. How many? Seven. You have seven? I don't know them by name anymore. Sorry, you guys know who you are. I just damn. Give me a kiss next time. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, no, that's weird. Never mind. Don't. I'm one of them. <laughs> don't. Uh, I have five. Still waiting on number six. I'm one of them. There you go. Yeah. I have not done a podcast in a whole month, so for those of you who are waiting, you're welcome. Listen. You probably won't get one for another month, but we'll see. Hey, you'll do one the next time the Cowboys win a Super Bowl. Oof. Oof. This podcast is now done. Might as well retire. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on the Bubble Up Sports Podcast and the, uh, uh, what's my, Keeping a G Podcast.